Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Harry's podcast. We're doing this. We're really doing this. This isn't a fad. This isn't a gimmick. We might even make double digits. And I hope we do, because then maybe people might start listening. Maybe then I'll earn some podcast street cred. Talking of podcast street cred, we are now available on Apple Podcast. And I thought that was cause to celebrate in this week's meeting with the marketing team. But no, it's not enough. It's never enough. I gave them intro music. I got them on every platform. I even made last week's episode shorter and snappier. But they want more engagement from the listeners. I said, I don't even know if we have listeners, which obviously didn't go down well. They want a YouTube channel. They want merchandise. They want guests. And at that point, I was holding a pen and I just threw it. And I didn't care where it went. And it slid across the table and it stopped in the middle of the table. It was meant to be dramatic, but it was actually quite embarrassing. I said, you're expecting too much too soon. I'm just one man with a microphone. I don't even know what this is. And you want me to sell out to the man? Anyway, I just left. I reached across the table, grabbed my pen, because it was my favorite pen, and I walked out. Let's recap, because that's what professional podcasts do, apparently. Now, if you've listened to the last three episodes, you're either a very close friend or you have the same surname as me. Either way, I appreciate you. Thank you. So by now, you've become more aware of how you generate ideas and you've experimented with different ways of coming up with ideas. You've created a lockdown syllabus that is going to see you through the next couple of months, the books you want to read, the films you want to watch, and the people you want to study. And lastly, and most importantly, you've thought about the infrastructure around you that sparks and sustains your own self-motivation. Now, I'm aware that's a lot to be getting on with, but I believe if you focus on improving just one of these, it will make a great difference. I know what you're thinking, listeners. Enough of the carbohydrates. Give us the meat. And I will do. Unless you're vegetarian or vegan and that was triggering, then I can only apologize. By meat, I'm talking about the update on the ongoing series. So it's been a productive week. I wrote a new four-page script. As it stands, I have three scripts now for this project that still hasn't got a title. One I'm aiming to shoot June the 1st. The other two I'm less sure about because they're four pages and they're a bit messier. They're not as tight and as concise formally, but I also kind of like that. So I'm not sure. I keep swinging between two minute tight storytelling shorts that have a strong focus and four to five minute messy snapshots of real life that seemingly don't have a proper ending. So what I'm trying to do is write about six and then shoot my favorite three in June, the, the strongest three. I'm going to give them to uh, close collaborators and just get their opinion. You know, which ones do you think are the strongest and which ones will feel the best together as a three? So as it stands, I'm averaging a short script a week, which of course I'm still beating myself up about, but usually I get a script and I shoot it. I very rarely write a couple of scripts and then cherry pick. So the fact that I'm even doing that bodes well for this project. Mentally, you know, I'm committed to this project, this series of shorts and this podcast until the end of the year. And 
it's you know there's doubt there's still kind of doubt there is this the right thing to do but i keep thinking if i can just keep writing shooting and putting work out there for the rest of the year then that can only be a positive thing you know it can only lead to good things and most importantly it will be a massive improvement on my craft and my communication the doubt normally comes in the form of you know but shouldn't i be concentrating on longer more ambitious short films shouldn't i be trying to write that feature script but there's plenty of time for that and i am also doing that in the background in terms of writing a tv script and i also think in a weird way i'm not going to say i want to do it this year because this year feels like a year that's written off because that's kind of a negative statement but what i would say is this year is so weird and different and an anomaly that I just really want to try this out this this new exciting thing and you know starting this podcast was because I, cu I couldn't get out there and shoot so I started this thing at, that I you know I had the idea for years so why not do a podcast and do the ongoing show at the same time and so it's kind of I don't know I don't want to call it sort of symbolic but it felt the right thing to do. It felt exciting. And you always want to be chasing that thing that gets you excited. So solely writing a feature film and doing nothing else, that that wasn't really doing it for me. So I did this. What's important next is to prep the June the 1st uh, short film and to write the short or rewrite the short that I know I'm going to shoot after that. So then I'll have two scripts and I'll have momentum going. That's all there really is to say this week about the ongoing series. I was getting ahead of myself thinking, right, let's write six, let's do ten, let's, how can we do this in August, how can we do this in September? And it was just getting a bit out of hand. So the main thing at the moment is just get more written than I can possibly shoot and concentrate on getting three uh, filmed as soon as possible and make them the strongest they, they can be that's that's kind of my focus like I've been saying in previous podcasts it's the short term just focus on getting that short term right and everything else will follow three things that have been on my mind this week branding details and strategy so first of all branding when you think of your favorite filmmakers and your favorite writers they're all known for something. They have an image, they have a certain style, they have a brand. And so what is your brand? Is it clear? And how can you push it forward? Now, it's, I know it sounds a little bit dirty to talk about this sort of thing, this business terminology of, of somebody's brand, but I do think it's important and I think it's helpful as well. I'm trying to break into comedy and so I'm trying to think how can I how can I push that image a bit further? How can I be known for something? And if we're all trying to get into a business where, you know, being noticed and having attention is the goal, as dirty as that sounds, then having a recognizable brand um, is a positive. So yeah, think about your brand. You, you might be jumping around, you might be writing a sci-fi or doing a thriller or a horror, and that's all good. But I think when you look at professionals and you look at people at the top of the industry, they have a brand. Secondly, details. Details add up. They're the small things that add up over time and create an impact. So in a way, they go hand in hand with branding. 
for example, recently I updated my website and I got the podcast on there so people can see that straight away when they go on there. Um, I also need to update my IMDB. Again, seems like a small thing, but these things add up and create impact. And don't get me wrong, these aren't priorities and definitely the work should come first, but maybe think of what details that you want to improve or address, the little things that in the back of your mind you've gone, oh, I should really do that. Um, now is the time to get them done. Lastly, this week, I want to talk about strategy, something that I'm obsessed with and how it's interesting, especially with independent film and filmmakers, every filmmaker has the same strategy, which is make great work and get noticed. So that's all there is. That's what it comes down to. There's just variations of that. And you often hear just one person. That's all you need. You need one person that sees your work or one piece of work and that's it. But how true really is that? That's almost like a myth that's been perpetuated because it's more like you have to constantly produce better work and get it in the hands of more influential people over time and that accumulates. And a lot of filmmakers sort of swear by the one-two punch of, right, if I can make a great short film and have a feature-length script and I can get the short film and the script to the right people, then that will happen. But again, I feel like every filmmaker has that strategy. And so everyone's trying to do the same thing and you're trying to get it to these people. And for that to happen, that that look, the odds are insane. And also there are examples where that just doesn't work. For example, I can think of two filmmakers, Jim Cummings and Mark Duplass, who had really big successes early on. Um, Jim Cummings had won an award at a big festival, South by Southwest, with a short film. And Mark Duplass had won an audience award or a grand jury award at Sundance uh, for his first feature film. And both those filmmakers struggled to get the next thing going. You know, they had to kind of crowdfund. So you could even do these things and you can hit a brick wall. Um, you know, the industry sadly isn't a meritocracy. Bad scripts get made for business reasons, just like very good scripts don't get made because they don't make sense financially. So I know I'm not offering a lot of uh, answers here and it's more questions, but I guess maybe think, what is your strategy? Do you have a strategy? And is it as plain and simple as the one-two punch that I've just described that might not work? Now, it's not meant to be negative, but just to get you thinking about your approach and what you're trying to do with your current and future projects. Um, you know, you have to stand out and you do that by the work being so great, but also getting it into the right hands. Now, we know that, we know that already, but even if there are people interested, you have to have that second project ready to go, which we've already, you know, with those examples, that doesn't lead to instant success. And I think the reason it, it's so hard and frustrating is because the one-two punch can happen, you know, it can do, but the odds are unlikely. Just the way, you know, if you win an award at a film festival for a short film, that isn't going to lead to an agent. It might do, 
I mean, you could make a short film and it doesn't even screen at a festival and it leads to an agent. And I think, I think why it's so hard is because you almost need to be that person that has the five projects on the go or the, you know, the three or four scripts that are already written. And then you become a commodity, you become interesting in the business because I think a lot of people see it as, oh, if I get an agent, then I'm in. Or if I, even if I make a feature film, I make a feature film, I'm in. And it's, um, it's a myth and it's not, it isn't true. And I think it, that sounds negative. I don't mean it to be, but more, you just have to be constantly grinding the work out and making the work. And I've, I've tried hard not having it in my head that I have a strategy that's like this or like that, or the one, two punch, you know, it's more just get the work done, improve it, move on and, and repeat. I've never once thought, oh, well, I just need to get that one script to that one person. I think that's kind of a, a, a winning the lottery mentality. So again, I know I'm not giving you answers, but that has been on my mind this week. And I think they all go hand in hand, details, branding, and a strategy that all add up to hopefully you being more effective as a filmmaker and somebody who wants to do this as a living. The other thing that I wanted to say just before I wrap up is I'm asking people, now I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm a proper legit podcaster apparently, is to go on and rate the podcast. But I want to do a little funny take on it. So obviously I'm going to ask for five stars. Nobody asks for less than that. That would be weird. So please hit me with the five stars. But I would like it in this funny format. So I want it to be self-deprecating. So just say that you've met me. You've met Harry. You've met him in a weird place. Rome, uh, Paris, Rochdale. Probably not Rochdale, but you've met me in a weird place. I've done a favor for you. And so then you've given me five stars on the rating system. So the one I came up with was met Harry outside a vinyl store in Toronto. He lent me $5 for an album. Haven't heard the podcast, but here's five stars. And I just think that'll be funny. I mean, it might not be funny. It might just amuse me, but it's worth doing. So that'd be great if you could do that. And this podcast, as always, is produced by the venerable Ryan McMurray at Bracken Audio and I will see you next week. Thank you.